Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a wonderful day. As always, comments, likes, and subscriptions are always appreciated. Welcome back to another news I missed where I go over. That's right, news I missed. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. While most of the crypto world was focused on Miami last week, yeah, a group of entrepreneurs and restaurants were taking Web3 and NFTs to the streets of Southern California. Owning a Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT includes the rights to that image, and holders can use that ape as they see fit. In this case, Kevin Sayo, Andy Nguyen, and a member of the members of the Bored Ape community decided to open up a pop-up restaurant based on board ape number 6184 and board and hungry which is what the restaurant is called was born in partnership with Houston rapper i think it says it there his name is bun bees okay trill burgers and belief burgers wow okay board and hungry calls itself a smash burger themed concept and customers can buy food using ethereum and apecoin wow there's the ape right there fantastic another tweet for it right there wonderful build as an exclusive exclusive social group of 10,000 unique nfts Board Ape Yacht Club Yuga Labs Ethereum-based NFT project has seen more than $1.4 billion in trading volume since last April, according to DAF Radar. And they talk about these celebrities who have them. And yeah, so um, it's different. It's not like the normal cryptocurrency NFT metaverse space news that we get. That's for gosh darn sure. Uh, but cool, interesting concept. There's also a little, I think it's a video down here, but yeah, right here. Um, and the guy basically says that, uh, there's so many people on the line. It was like wrapping around the corner and a lot of people in uh, the neighborhood were voicing their concerns quite loudly that they did not care for the fact that there were so many people on their streets because apparently, here's an even better shot, I, I, I think it's relatively residential and no one could walk on the streets, but cool. We already have three movies coming out, a TV show, I assume some figures and other things based off of them as well, so... Why not a restaurant? I hope they do well. I hope the burgers actually taste good. Is anyone in Southern California, has anyone driven by bored and hungry? Are they good? That's always kind of the, I mean, I don't care what you call your burgers or what the name of the place is. As long as it's good, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be eating there. Anyway, that's the Bored Ape Yacht Club restaurant called Bored and Hungry. <laughs> Wouldn't this be the... Have you guys ever seen the movie um, about how McDonald's got started? It's a very weird story, actually, you know, uh, but anyway, the point is, wouldn't it be really weird if in like 30 years, Bored and Hungry is like an actual huge franchise and they're like all over the world and you're like, that got started because of an NFT. Wouldn't that be kind of just me? All right. That's the, that, that's the Bored and Hungry news. All right. Let's move on.
Also in the news, the EOSIO protocol-based blockchains, they are EOS, WAX, Telos, and UX Network have merged their development resources to take charge of the EOSIO protocol core code development. This core code is based on each of these four blockchains. In detail, this alliance has committed to bringing a combined eight million dollars in annual funding for core development and developer outreach in 2022 despite these blockchains being different from one another they will work together to rebrand the eosio technology stack additionally this will constitute more security and new feature developments for the core code of the protocol eve larose the fanciest name ever The executive director of the EOS network remarked by saying this coalition represents a monumental shift in direction for the future of the EOSIO protocol. It is a huge milestone for all the business leveraging its technology. The network effect of multiple EOSIO blockchains working together to secure the growth and sustainability of our common code base and related open source innovations is a force multiplier that will be paying dividends for years to come. So I guess this is the 7.0 of, of, of the news that we've been hearing before. Apparently, uh, the community has taken back control of EOS from Block 1. And then we heard about a rebranding. And then the guy who cr- originally created EOS, Larimer, Mike, Michael, something, um, announced that he was going to be having some other initiative that was going on. And I guess now the EOSIO blockchains are forming Captain Planet or something like that. And they're going to bring peace to the atmosphere or, or whatever is going on. Cool. I'll say it once again. I think it's wonderful. You can have all the announcements that you want, but it actually has to do something. You can you, you, you can do like Ethereum and say for seven years that you're going to do something. But you actually have to have said product. Uh, but... I mean, this news is like three months old as far as like not this one on the screen, but more of a uh, we've been talking about EOS rebranding for about a good three months now. So hopefully they get it together. I would love if the project succeeded, if people were building on top of it, if we had the other airdrops that we were all talking about before a couple of years ago. Uh, But let's see exactly what their $8 million per year is going to do. I give it summertime. We should be hearing of um, what's the word? There's probably going to be an EOS decentralized exchange and then an NFT platform. And then they're going to, someone's going to propose a metaverse, but I assume that'll take like two or three years on EOS. It's kind of always the same. Every blockchain does the exact same thing. So good for them. Good. I hope it works out and I hope they get their developer protocol core code foundation blockchain stuff in order. A lot of fancy words in there. All righty. Let's move on. Also in news, the United Arab Emirates continues on its route to becoming a cryptocurrency hub by providing an in-principle approval for Binance, okay, less than a month after receiving a limited crypto asset license in Dubai. The world's leading crypto exchange obtained an in-principle approval from the financial services permission of Abu Dhabi Global Market. The press release shared with Crypto Potato informed that the new licensing will allow Binance to operate as a broker-dealer for cryptocurrencies within the watchdog's illegal borders. 
Adagadum, or ADGM, which is the international financial center and the capital of the UAE, introduced the world's first comprehensive and robust virtual asset regulatory framework in 2018. They said this aligns with the nation's plans to become a cryptocurrency hub. Not the most exciting news, and I'm not joking. When this news came out, this was actually one of the most popular news stories of the day, and I looked at it and like, okay, sure. So Binance is always in the news. Um, we've gotten explicit news over the I mean, past three, four, five, nine, fifteen years. Um, the UAE is incredibly rich. We've known that they've been into crypto for a very long time. But now it seems like there's kind of news like once or twice a week about like this exchange is doing this there or this one is happening so and so. And like it kind of gets like a lot of fanfare. People are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. I mean, they're 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 rich. They're trying to figure out how to become richer. So, of course, they're going to allow these cryptocurrency exchanges as long as they're within that sandbox to like enter their market. But it's usually always mutual. You scratch my wallet. I scratch your bank account kind of thing. So. Good job, Binance, on continuing to expand everywhere. Still not hearing a lot from the Gemini twins as far as all the cryptocurrency adoption. But alas, here we are. All right, that's the Binance news. Wonderful. Yeah. Let's move on. Also in... Okay, Sega, that, you know, not not Nintendo, but Sega, has revealed more details about its five-year plan. And could involve NFTs after shelving plans to experiment with NFTs last year. According to an interview posted on their recruitment page involving members of Sega's top management talking about Sega's Super Game, the company's cornerstone of its five-year plan, producer Masayoshi Kikuchi said that that the games have a history of expansion through the connection of various cultures and technologies. He cited social networking And live streaming as examples, they said, it is natural for the future of gaming to expand by involving new fields such as cloud gaming and NFTs. Kikuchi added that they are also experimenting on their super game and how far various titles can be linked to one another. It's not only Sega who's gotten into this. There are a lot of companies. For those of you, and I I mentioned this before, uh, you, I'm you. That's right, you. I'm going to assume that you're into the cryptocurrency space. You may be into NFTs. You may be into the metaverse. But in some way, you are cryptofied. I found out last year that a lot of people who are not into the cryptocurrency space hate NFTs. Not dislike them. Not that they don't think that they're pretty or cool or fantastic. Hate them. They think they're the worst thing ever created, even though most of these people are flying in airplanes and driving Hummers. The other part is a lot of companies last year, when they realized that the NFTs were going to be big, began to announce that they were getting into the NFT space. And Sega was one of them, as did, I think, Atari and GameStop and ja And now what happened was is basically they were all announcing that they were getting into it. And there was like a really weird like backlash, kind of a, what do you call it? Oh, gosh. Backlash uh, to all these companies. From all the people who are not in the crypto space, basically saying NFTs are terrible. If you integrate them on your platform, sounding just like that. If you integrate them on your platform, I'm leaving your platform. It's a terrible thing. I can't believe it. And all these companies backtracked, but none of them actually had plans to officially like stop trying to offer NFTs. So they're all going to do it at at at, at some point. It's just a matter of time. No, yeah, like really look into it. People who aren't in the cryptocurrency space. <clears throat> 
years ago it was <laughs> years ago it was Bitcoin is terrible, and then it was Ethereum is terrible because they're doing nine times as many transactions as Bitcoin and have too many things built on top of them. They're terrible, and now it's NFTs are terrible. Because everything else, for some reason, has been pushed under the rug and no one else. A lot of people, and, and it, it's, it's just a trend. A lot of people who hated Bitcoin years ago, they own Bitcoin. A lot of people who were never in the cryptocurrency space, they own crypto. All A large fraction of the people who years ago hated even saying the word Ethereum. And it was such a terrible blockchain. All the things built on top of it. I'm sure they own Ether or an ERC-20 token and or something adjacent. I I, I know a, a couple of people who years ago definitely were against the entire, here we go, cryptocurrency mantra. Uh, they saw that other people were making really big money, money that would have taken them about three or four years to make working at a job. And I mean, like <laughs> like that, they were like, well, where do, where do I where do I buy this 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 erythium? How do I how do I get me? How do I get me some of that? It's just a matter of money, and it's always about time. Uh, anyway, so that's the um, Sega could probably going to be using NFTs in their super game. I have no idea what super game is, but it sounds like a super game. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah, let's move on. And to finish things off. A small town in rural Argentina has decided to invest into crypto mining hardware in a bid to release money. Oh, release money. To raise money. There we go. To pay for improved rail connections and to beat inflation. Ambito reported that this initiative is being pioneered by a group by Juan Piodroveta, the mayor of Cerodino. A town of 6,000 people in the Iriodino, Iriondoro, okay, whatever, department in Argentina's Santa Fe province. There we go. Like many rural Argentine communities, Cerodino has been hit hard by 19 and the economic fallout, as well as many months of spiraling inflation, as well as, oh, Jesus, is depressing, as well as its own economic slowdown. My gosh. The town last year saw train services. What? The town last year saw train services return to the railway station for the first time in 33 years. The Argentinian government reported last year, but after over three decades of disuse, facilities are still basic. (laughs) What a surprise. And Droveta spoke on the town's desire to join commuter lines connecting key cities. Yeah, why aren't they? What? Why aren't they? They should already be connected to the rest of the country. I, I don't understand how this... And to fund all this and other improvements to the town, Cerodino has turned to crypto mining in conjunction with local business people. Okay. The town has made an initial investment in six graphic cards. Oh, that is, I mean, my gosh. Six graphic cards and will shortly purchase a mining rig. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I was sitting here reading it thinking that these people had, heard, had, had purchased hundreds of machines. Can we donate to them? Is, is there some way to give... Oh my gosh. I'm not even joking. This is crazy. All they were able to get was six graphic cards and they're hoping to buy a mining rig. Initially, the mayor added the town expects to raise between $540 and $642 of coins per month. They're never going to get train tickets. What are they supposed to do? Is this real? Do you remember years ago 
there was, um, I think it was a town in Colorado. Probably not Colorado, but it sounds like Colorado. It was somewhere in the northern, western, eastern United States. Um, where it was also like a small town who was also trying to like get it. This was 2000, it was years ago, a while ago. It was getting into the cryptocurrency space. Uh, but they had like, you know, like sheds full of, uh, of these machines. And it was like relatively cool weather. So year round, they were able to kind of, uh, mine at will. I, oh gosh, like I wish them the best of luck. That got, that got really like. First, you got 19 and all the other things happening, and then in the you know, economic slowdown, they haven't had a, a train in 33 years. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, um, my fingers are crossed. I hope you guys do well. And six graphic cards in one mining rig? All right. Well,. I'm just going to move on because I can't think of a way to do anything. So, yeah, uh, I do hope you all enjoyed. I do hope you all are like, think about how many other places are going through the exact same thing. 500 a month. Will that do anything? I'm pretty sure it probably costs at least a good 35,000 to, 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 to fix like a kilometer of rail. I do hope you all enjoyed. I do hope you all are having a great day, great morning, great afternoon, great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, supporting, and or clicking affiliate links. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.